Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free so make sure you head to the app store or google play download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started welcome back to inside the five i'm griff and i'm will and today we're going to be breaking down the nba draft and all the contract situations that are going on including trades we're going to be breaking down a little ncaa football we're going to be talking about our predictions for nfl week 11 will you ready 67 so I just want to start this episode off with a huge shout out to Woj as always it, oh yeah last night last night was his night. As always, once again, the GOAT. He's really the GOAT. But he, he really is. Yep. It, um, draft night is his night besides the players. No, it really is. He literally, like, if you had his Twitter notifications on last night, you knew who was getting picked like 20 minutes before the pick came in. So, like, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. He has all the connections. He's literally but, a magician. Uh, before we get into the top 10 picks and the Celtics picks, we got some trades going on. Uh, one big injury, which is Clay Thompson. Sadly, he's going to be missing another season with a torn Achilles. This time, I believe it was his right Achilles. And last yeah. year, he tore his ACL on his left knee. So uh, hopefully a speedy recovery. Hopefully he'll be back next year at full strength because like low-key everybody hated on the Warriors but I miss them Warriors were so fun I do too they they were fun to watch I did I did hear uh doctors did clear him for full recovery though so he'll be able to fully come back that's good um and uh, and other talks we have a couple of contracts going down with Olenek opting in for the season for the heat um which kind of screws the heat because that's a lot of money. He's making 13.6 mil a year. So I just wow. included that because Kelly Linick 
has no business making 13.6 million a year. Um, <laughs> and other talks, we got Seth Curry to the 76ers in a trade that included Josh Richardson in a, I believe it was the 18th pick last night. Um, who do you think won that trade? Do you think the 76ers won it by getting Seth Curry? Or do you think the Mavs won by getting Josh Richardson? I think Seth Curry. Well, I mean, never mind, not Seth Curry, but I think the 76ers won by getting Seth Curry because they actually really needed someone like him on the team. That is true. That's true. Um, more more contract talks, Will. I'm just going to break it down. These weren't in the notes, but I have them in my notes. Um, so Frank Kaminsky, Frank the Tank with the Suns. The Suns declined their team option, which frees up 5.2 million cap space. Um, Boston uh, did not pick up Brad Wanamaker, making him an unrestricted free agent. So, you know, big, big Wanamaker fan. I know. I don't know about you, but I am. I am. I like Wanamaker a lot. Um, the Nets are declining Garrett Temple's option, so he's going to be a free agent. What else is going on? That's about it other than Mike Muscala, who's going to return to Oklahoma City. So this is like – kind of just like the sign back period seeing who's going to be taken back with their team option who wants to come back on a player option i believe free agency starts tomorrow right yeah i think it does or actually well trade deadline ends in i think about 30 40 minutes from the time of this recording Uh uh-huh and then i think i think um free agency opens like at midnight okay so something like that you guys follow inside the five pod Five being the number on Twitter and Instagram to get the updates on free agency. Um, also, another injury, not as bad though. Jaron Jackson Jr. of the Memphis Grizzlies will miss the start of this, this season with a season-ending injury that he had last year on his left knee. So he's just going to miss a few games to start the season. I thought I'd include that because, like, I'm still waiting to see John Jaron Jackson. Like, I'm still waiting. That's going to be like that's like they're going to be great together. Like, I can't wait to see them like it's i don't know i don't even know what else to say like they're just it's gonna be electric watching the grizzlies this year two two young athletic guys that'll be fun once he is fully recovered and last but not least kind of just like some weird news uh last time we recorded bogdanovich of the kings not of the pacers of the kings was traded to the bucks but somewhere in his contract he had like a sneaky no trade clause and he declined the trade he didn't want to go to the bucks so, yeah, so he's gonna, he's going to become a restricted free agent once that hits tomorrow, which would be very interesting. Very interesting. But right before we get into the NBA draft, um, this isn't like any like Woj bomb or any kind of like bomb or whatever like Shams bomb whatever. Um, this account that I follow on Twitter called NBA Central, they said that the Knicks are aggressive in their pursuit of Gordon Hayward right now. So. There could be a trade brewing up by the end of the episode, potentially. Yeah, who knows? They only have 30 more minutes to do it before free agency starts. Um, and also, I think, did Hayward sign back on his player option? I think he did a couple of days ago. And then okay. I think it might be like a sign and trade that we're trying to work with. Well, yeah, because I feel like that works for both teams, being like Gordon Hayward and then the Celtics because – if Gordon Hayward goes into free agency, he's not going to make as much money as he would be making this year. So he's yeah. going to he's gonna rack in the dough as he can. But I say we get right into the draft, right? Yeah, I'd say right into so the draft. We're, we're going to be breaking down the top night. 10. 
yeah, we're going to be breaking down the top 10 here. Um, big night. Uh, I, I think our mock drafts were bad. Yeah. <laughs> After watching this. So it just goes to show we are not pro mock drafters. No. But not starting it off with the first pick. <laughs> We were not quite close. <laughs> yeah, I know. Starting off with the first pick, um, the M- Minnesota Timberwolves take Anthony Edwards, shooting guard out of Georgia. Obviously, we talked about him in the last pod. I like him a lot. 6'3", 225, athletic. He's going to get his shot down. He's a good defender. Um, do you think you would have rather seen LaMelo or Anthony Edwards go to the T-Wolves? Um. I said in the last pod that I think I, I think I discussed both scenarios, but I figured like LaMelo was going to end up going because there, at that time there was a lot more reports that LaMelo was going to be taken number one mm-hmm. than Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards was kind of like maybe our, like the day of the draft, we heard that it was going to most likely going to be him. Right. I, I like their pick though. I, I like Anthony Edwards a lot. I do too. He'll, he'll, he'll help them out a lot defensively. And once he gets a shot down, he'll be really good for them. Yeah, agreed. And especially with having D'Lo at the one, that'll free up Anthony Edwards to not really be the ball handler. He's super, super, like, long, pause. He is great. He's a great wingspan. That's what it's called. Sorry. Great wingspan, super explosive. He can jump out of the gym. So I think it's a great mix to have such an athletic guy there with D'Lo because D'Lo, as you know, is kind of more like a shot creator. And then you'll see Anthony Edwards cutting everywhere, moving all around and all that. He shot 29% from three on 237 attempts at Georgia. So, I mean, not awful, not the best, but he's projected to be a scoring guard. You know, he's going to get his buckets inside. Yeah, inside the five. Yeah, Yeah, inside the paint. (laughs) (laughs) He'll get to the hoop. He'll get to the rack easily. Mm -hmm. He'll be good for them, I think. Um. With the second pick, Warriors selected uh, James Wiseman. Um, I think it's a great pick. What, what do you think yeah. about this one? There was no surprise there. Obviously, seven foot one uh, in shoes, but obviously that's all that matters. Two hundred fifty pounds with a seven five wingspan. Seven foot five wingspan. That's gigantic. That's the size of Taco Fall, by the way. So he's super athletic. He's very skillful, but he hasn't played organized basketball in like a year because remember he only played the first three games with Memphis and then he got suspended and was like, nah, I'm just not even going to play. So it's going to be interesting. I think he'll be great though. Cause especially being on a team with the Warriors, Steph's going to create a lot for him. There's going to be a lot of backdoor lobs. He's going to be a pick and roll type of guy, which is really good. I mean, I think the Warriors are a perfect fit for him. Yeah. I, I think he's honestly really lucky that the Warriors the perfect were the second, the Warriors. Were, the, were the second pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Especially because, I mean, one, like, obviously, Clay going out right before the draft that we heard. Well, actually, today it was official, but we heard it right before the draft. Right. That that he had a, a pretty serious injury, which is unfortunate because Steph, Clay, Draymond, and possibly James Wiseman, that would be an incredible team. Yeah, and they were looking to trade Wiggins, but now it's not looking like that's going to happen. I think they'll keep Wiggins. Oh, yeah. They had Wiggins. It's looking like they're going to keep Wiggins, run him at the two maybe, and then they'll still have Draymond and Wiseman. They just need to figure out who they'll run at the three. Yeah. But over, overall, 
I think I like that pick the most. I think it just makes the most sense. It's just like a perfect fit. I do too. Um, but going on to the next pick, we got a six-seven point guard who did not attend college. Obviously, Lamelo Ball. Everybody knows him. Uh, he got picked up by Michael Jordan in the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we knew he was going to be a top three guy. Me and Will projected him at one in the last pod, and then everything changed. Um, six foot seven point guard. He's a scorer. Uh, he's got to work on his defense, though. Well, what do you think? Do you think that's a good fit in Charlotte for him? I think so. I think he's young, obviously, and they also have um, Terry Rozier there as a guard, so he'll kind of help out a little bit, too. I think he's definitely going to get a lot of playing time, I think, because he's a scorer. He just has to accept the defensive role that he needs to take on as well because it's going to come think... It's gonna come both ways. But I, I think he'll fit pretty well there. Yeah, I think that. Lamelo Ball got so much hate just because he was in like he had all the shine on him for the time he was a freshman in high school, obviously because of his brother, uh, brothers Lonzo and Leangelo, and then him at Chino Hills, and then his dad, obviously, and then they had a TV show. He went on to Lithuania and then came back, and his dad started a league. So honestly, I think if like nobody really knew who Lamelo Ball was, he'd probably be the number one pick. Like, if nobody knew, like, his whole entire life. Like, we everybody knows everything about LaMelo Ball. Pretty much. And he has his freaking own brand now. Did you yeah, see that? He was wearing his, like, own branded, like, suit and everything uh-huh. last night. Yeah. But overall, I think it was a good pick. Uh, when I was watching the draft last night, you know how it shows, like, the team needs? Yeah. The, when it went to the Hornets, it just said every position. So, I mean, they couldn't really miss there. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Set. <laughs> and also, oh, someone on uh, ESPN said it. Oh, he said Michael Jordan is the Michael Jordan of bad GMs. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my yeah. Gosh. Poor Hornets. Uh, yeah, they need a little bit of everything, as the ESPN said. Uh, we have our fourth pick, Patrick Williams going to the Bulls. This is an interesting pick. Not I who think. we thought. Definitely not who we thought at all. I like Patrick Williams a lot, but I don't know if he's the fourth pick. He's got I, good I size. The same way. He, he's got good size. He's a 3 and D type of guy. He's 6'8 with a 7-foot wingspan. Super athletic. But, I mean, you're the fourth pick, and it's kind of like, I mean, it could be like a Devin Booker thing because this guy didn't even start in college. Yeah, it really could be. I think... I think um, see, there's like two ways, obviously, you can go about drafting. Obviously, if you have the first three picks, you kind of have to pick like literally probably a chance of picking the best players. Literally right. right after that third pick could be anything. I mean, we were predicting we have like obviously we have Isaac Okoro, Onyeka, Killian, Obi, Denny. Like we, all, we obviously mm-hmm. had those in our mock drafts. But I feel like some teams I would rather like me as a GM, I think depending on who's available – may want to go for more of who I think is going to be better in the long run, kind of like what the Celtics do. Because remember, we right. had the second pick, and then we traded, and we said we were taking um, we were taking Tatum no matter what. Yeah, well, we had the first pick, and then Martell well, yeah, was yeah, supposed to be the yeah. first. We traded to three to get Tatum. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting move because, like, uh, the Bulls' main need was a small forward. Obviously, they have Kobe White, Zach Levine. 
Um, and then they have a couple big men with Wendell Carter, and they have another big man out there. Oh, uh, Lori Markinen. Um, He's nasty. So it was a great move taking a small forward, but at the same time, there was like there was Isaac Okoro, there was Denny Adija, who we've talked about before, Jalen Smith, who can who's a more of a power forward. Um, there was a lot of options. So I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad pick. I'm just saying I was kind of interested because. I really thought that Isaac Okoro was going to go before Patrick Williams. Uh, I did too. It, I, I really, when I saw the pick, like obviously shout out Woj again, but I saw him mm-hmm. tweet that out. I was like, what is going right. on? Yeah. What? But with that being said, pick. Isaac Okoro obviously went the next pick, the sixth pick to the, who'd even go to? Where'd the sixth pick? Wait. Uh, I mean the fifth pick, oh, fifth pick. Fifth pick, sorry. That's why I was like the Hawks. No, with the fifth pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers selected Isaac Okoro, obviously a small forward, six foot six. So kind of a smaller, small forward uh, could run the two very athletic. Will, what do you think about this pick? I think it's great. He's going to be a good fit on the Cavs, especially they, they have a young core they're building. They could be on the come up very soon. I think give them a couple more years. They'll, they'll be fighting for some sort of playoff position, not like high, but. Mm-hmm. Like eight seed, eight seven seed. So, like that. um, on ESPN they have like the strengths and then improvement areas, which is just weaknesses. But he's very good on defense, and this is just an interesting stat that I saw. His uh per forty, you know how like per thirty six is the thing in the NBA, and mm-hmm. it's like kind of if you play thirty six minutes a game, they do per forty in the uh, NCAA. He has 16 points per thir- per 40 minutes, and that's the lowest scoring rate of any college player projected in the top 20, and he got taken with the fifth pick. So he's definitely oh. going to be there more for his athleticism and his defense, and hopefully he can progress his shot, which he shot 29% of his threes, which is the same as LaMelo, but you got to think about it. LaMelo was playing a professional ball. And 67 on his free throws. So, I mean, a six foot six guard usually would, or a small forward, you would want to see being more of a shooter. Hopefully, like, that's something that you can progress, though. His, like, natural athleticism was just too good. You can't, like, not take him. Yeah. I think, I think he'll do, he'll do just fine. I mean, obviously, you can work on shooting and all those other things as time will come. Yep. He'll probably get better, but he should be fine. 100%. Uh, going right into the next pick, we have the sixth pick from the Hawks. Uh, they selected Onyeka Okongwu. What do you think? What are we thinking about this pick? Uh, you know, we're big Onyeka Okongwu guys, but honestly, I don't know if that's the best move for uh, the Hawks. He's 6'9", so he could run the four. Probably more. He'll probably be more of a four guy mm-hmm. because everybody likes to see 6'11 and up when it comes to the five. He's very athletic, good shot blocker. But at the same time, they already have Collins and they already have Capella. So maybe we could see a trade. Uh, I saw maybe talks with the Celtics to get Capella over here. But if they don't make a trade, it's an eh pick. If they do make the trade, then I think it'll work out well because they'll get a small forward. And there wasn't another small forward other than Denny that was projected to go in the top 10. So overall, I think it was like a good trade. I mean, a good pick if they make a trade. Yeah, I think if I like, I like the pick because obviously they already have Capella, and as you said, he's probably going to run the four. But 
I mean, they could trade him. They could trade Capella again. They could possibly even get more for Capella, I think. So that that could work out a little bit in their favor. But I think I think that pick you were kind of stuck. Like you kind of had to pick him. Yeah, you kind of had to take him because um, other other players that got taken were point guard, power forward, and then Danny and a power forward, kind of all bigs that like weren't as good as Onyeka Okongwu. So yeah. kind of just put him in a tough spot because Isaac Okoro and Patrick Williams ended up getting taken a little bit sooner. I feel like if Pat or Isaac Okoro were there, that's who they would have taken. I agree. But I agree overall, 100%. overall, really, like, that was just, like, the best possible player there. So, I mean, you can't say it's a bad pick. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you're doing. Best possible yeah. available player if you right. don't have someone else there. Uh-huh. And with the next pick that fell into Detroit Pistons' hands, they picked Killian Hayes from France. He was projected to be out of top 10, but I've seen a lot of him. He's from Florida. Uh, has roots in France, so we moved there. Six foot five, strong. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think overall he's just a good, really good player. I, I like him a lot. I was, I, I was seeing some of his highlights obviously last night, and then I kind of looked up some more after seeing him. He's like, I don't like they were, they called him pretty much. I mean, obviously, everyone like he's athletic, but he's not the most athletic, but he's like very like crafty, which is, which, he looked really well, like getting to the basket. He had different ways of getting there, different ways of like forming his shot and getting everything going. So I, I like this pick a lot from the Pistons. And he's a lefty. Yeah. So he's, he's different. <laughs> he's diffy. Um, then we had the next pick, mm-hmm. the Knicks, um, Obi Toppin. Um, he's from New York. Obviously he's gets to rep his city, which is good for him. Yeah. I mean, can't really go wrong with this pick, I'd say. I, I like right. it a lot. He'll, he'll be good for the Knicks. They're developing a young core. They might end up getting Russ. Who knows? They could even be getting Gordon Hayward by the end of the by the end of the episode. So who knows? <laughs> well, there ain't no stopping Obi Toppin. And that's gonna show. <laughs> I like him a lot. The only reason why everybody too. was like, Oh, he shouldn't get picked this high is because of his age. Like, I'm sorry that he's two years older than everybody else. Just gave him more time to progress, and now it's showing. He was the Naismith Player of the Year in college. He strictly bugged out. He dunked on everybody. He was kind of like – he's so athletic. He wasn't recruited out of high school. He had to go to prep and then go to Dayton, which is kind of like a lower school when it comes to basketball. So, overall, I mean, I like him a lot. I like him a lot, and I've seen a lot of – Knicks fans that don't like him, but the last time the Knicks didn't like their pick, it was Kristaps Porzingis. So, yeah, Zingus Pingus. Yeah, Zingus Pingus. Who the hell is Zingus Pingus? <laughs> yeah, but overall, I mean, I I really like that pick. I really do. Yeah, I do too. He'll be good. Uh, then we have the ninth pick from the Wizards. They take Denny Advija. Uh, I think this is an interesting pick from the Wizards. I'm gonna say. I don't know. Like, he'll be good for them. I think they. I mean, obviously they have Wall, they have Beal, and then who they have at small forward? Who's their forward? They have Hachimura center. Um, Porter, Otto Porter. Oh yeah, they have Otto Porter. So he might he might fit in pretty well. I mean, obviously we know he is a shooter, so that'll help them out a lot because obviously Bradley Beal can't be scoring fifty points a game, and they are still losing games. 
Uh, and John Wall isn't that much of a shooter. So I once again think this is a good pick. Um, he was ranked fourth out of the recruits, fell down to nine. I mean, there's no reason to not take him once he falls all the way down there. Knicks didn't take him because they were scared. Like, when teams don't take a player that's, like, from a foreign country, obviously they don't get the chance to scout him that much. So they, they kind of just get scared. They want to take the more surefire bet. So you could say in a way the Wizards are taking a risk here, but I don't think it's, like, that big of a risk. Yeah, we've seen, like, obviously we have – um obviously we see Kristaps, we have Luca. So I don't know how much of a risk it is anymore. You can uh-huh. kind of trust – some of the players playing overseas, so and at the same time, I think like, it'll be good. These players that are playing overseas are playing pro ball too. So if they're they're doing good in the Euro League, that's just one step below the NBA. Yeah, that is true. And Luca said, obviously not a little off topic, but Luca said that it was he felt like it was harder in the Euro League than it is in the NBA for him. <laughs> and but he's just different. He is different. And shout out Denny. He's the uh, first NBA player ever from Israel. Wow. Shout out yeah. Denny. Uh-huh. Uh, and then to wrap up, to wrap out the uh, top 10, um, the Phoenix Sun selected a power forward from Maryland, his name being Jalen Smith. Um, super athletic. Once again, everybody in this draft is just very athletic. Um, shot blocking. He can stretch the floor. He can shoot a little bit. I heard he might have the ability to stretch out for a little uh, NBA three-pointer. He shot a couple college three-pointers. He's a big jump shooter, and he can block shots at power forward, which is, I mean, overall, just everything about that is good. Um, But at the same time, he played at Maryland. So he had a decent amount of competition. He's six foot ten, good size, 225. Um, But he, he doesn't really have, like, the lateral movement that much, so. I don't know. Well, what do you think about him? I think he'll pair well with Aiden and the Suns. Obviously, they just got CP3 too. So I think I think they'll I think it'll be a nice little power forward for them, get their team going. He'll probably help obviously boarding because he's super athletic. He'll be able to get boards as a power forward and right. maybe be a little distraction away from Aiden. That'll open up something, especially pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just gotta get his footwork up. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, for our, obviously we're from Mass, so the Celtics. I mean, we had four picks in this draft. We took all guards, so that's just always awesome. But at the same time, like usual, at the same time though, not bad. Like honestly, not bad. Aaron Neesmith was the 14th pick for us. Small 40, six foot six out of Band- Vanderbilt. He's just strictly a shooter. And if you think about it, we have Kemba, Marcus Smart. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and I mean, I guess you could say Gordon Hayward, and all of them, every single one of them are shot creators. We don't have someone that's like, I don't know who to compare. A shot to, but taker. Like, like, just kind of like a catch and shoot, you know, just a wing guy that like just stays out there, catches the ball, yeah. shoots it, you know, because everybody likes like to create to their own shot. Right. Like, that's the way we like to play, and, and I feel like that's a good pick because we've, we like, potentially we have found someone that won't like take us away from our like game because we love to shoot the ball and we don't make the shots. Right. So obviously everybody wanted us to take a center when our pick came at 14, there weren't really any good centers around. So like, I mean, at that point it's, 
we also needed someone that could shoot. So honestly, I think that was a good pick. Yeah, I agree. I like that a lot. Um, we have, <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at like uh, you obviously can't see us, but there's just some there's a lot of news going on. We have shams bombs. I guess uh, Thunder. We'll we'll just add them to the show. So we got mm-hmm. Thunder and serious talks to take to trade Kelly Oubre to the Warriors. So th- oh. that's going to be interesting. And then we have uh, there was one more. Malik Beasley wants to play on a coast, either New York or Los Angeles. So that that's another interesting. What? Yeah. Um, let's see, there's one more, I believe. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Oh, okay. This is just official. Gordon Hayward officially opts out of his $34 million deal for the 2021 season and will become a free agent, sources tell The Athletic. Wow, that's so, crazy. So, obviously, 5 o'clock is coming up, and that's when the trade deadline is. I guess Danny Ainge couldn't get anything done for what he wanted for Gordon Hayward, so Gordon Hayward just walks away. Respect his decision. I mean, obviously, um, like it's – kind of tough mentally like after seeing like we don't want him or like we want to trade him it's kind of hard coming back to that team so and see the thing is like he got stuck in a tough position because when we picked him up literally the first game he like his foot just like fell off and then (laughs) came back the next season wasn't really the same during the bubble though coming off the bench he was like a difference maker though so he's starting to work his way back up and there's really just not a spot for him to be a starter like that because we already have Jason Tatum here who we took. I mean, just because, I mean, come on, he's Jason Tatum and that's his position. Um, Secondary position is shooting guard and we got Jalen Brown there too. So like he kind of just like got stuck in a tough position once he got hurt. So sad to see him go. I actually liked him a lot. He did. He was great. He was great when it came to ball movement. Everybody thought he was like a great shooter, but he really got the ball moving. He got the bench going, and he's gonna be—he'll be a starter somewhere. Yeah, he he helps us a lot. I—I I don't know. I—I—he's gonna. I'm gonna miss him, even though he didn't play a whole lot. We didn't really see him, but mm-hmm. I wish we could get something like some value for him, obviously. But we're obviously he has to go. He obviously he's in right. free agency now, so that's tough but, to see. And that's gonna open up some cap space for us, which is. Sad to say, but it's also a good thing because we're running out of that very quickly. We are. But that about wraps it up from draft night, Will, unless you have anything else. Um, well, 
I can give you another update on Gordon sure. Hayward. So there's three options right now. So there's a re-sign with Boston potentially, or he signs with Atlanta, Charlotte, or New York outright, or we work a sign and trade deal to team over the cap. Okay, interesting. Um, and Woj just tweeted out uh, with Oklahoma City and Golden State, Kelly Oubre is very close to being a done deal. We don't know the specifics of it yet, but getting close. So I think that'll be a great move for them. I don't see them trading Wiggins for Oubre, though. So they mm. could have a starting lineup of Steph, Wiggins, Oubre, um, Green, and Wiseman. I mean, they're back. That's actually – that's – yeah, it's actually gonna be really good, especially obviously Clay's out. So that would that would be they I think they're probably they need to make a move. Obviously, now that they know that Clay's out, they need another piece. Yeah, right. And I think Kelly Oubre is good enough. He's a spot up shooter and he plays pretty good defense. And he dunks on people like twice a game. <laughs> I agree. He, he'll 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 be good. Hopefully that trade goes through. That'll be interesting for the Warriors. And yeah, also for OKC to see who they would even get. Because they just deal. Oh, do we even cover? Uh, we for, totally forgot to say, but Oklahoma City just never kept uh, Danny Green. Yeah, just literally let him go. Just like the, traded him to Philly, right? Yeah, Philly for Al Horford. And a few episodes back, we were talking about our NBA offseason potentials and stuff like that before it opened up. And we were like, they literally need to get rid of Horford's contract. And we couldn't see a, a way how. I never thought I would see that happening. Yeah, that's true. Horford's going to be interesting in Oklahoma City. Now that I think about it, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how that's going to work out. Right, but that about wraps it up for the NBA. So it's time to get into some football. Uh, this weekend, Coastal Carolina is back, and this is their test game of the year. They're playing Appalachian State, who always gives us a tough time. But you know what? We're ranked, and they aren't. So. This is this is our week to show that we deserve a good bowl game. The shot declares no. are here, Will. We are here. That's a big game. And just to let you guys know, I don't go to Coastal Carolina. Like, I'm not even close, but I know some <laughs> people that do and some people that did, so that's my squad, kind of. That's like my joke squad. It's like how we like the Chargers. It's like my joke squad. Like, I'm a fully legitimate bolt-up guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, like, somehow, like... It just so happened to be the year that I started doing a podcast. Coastal Carolina just decides to be 9-0. So, shout out Coastal. I got them taking the dub this week against Appalachian State. Will, do you agree with me here? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can like that pick. Uh, And then, obviously, we do my top four games of the week. So, we got three more. Uh, Ohio State's test game taking on Indiana. This is also an Indiana. If they stick close, it'll prove they're legit. Indiana is ranked ninth, which is the highest I've seen them in a while. Ohio State's ranked third. If they beat Indiana, um, pretty much, pretty much proves that they should be in the college football playoff. So I'm gonna have to take Ohio State here. I'm gonna take them as well. I like Ohio State in this one. And then we got number ten Wisconsin taking on number nineteen Northwestern. Uh, I feel like once again, this is just for both teams this time. This just Whoever wins, this is going to prove they're actually legit. Wisconsin's usually a football school. Northwestern's a football school. But I've never seen them both. I like feel like I've never seen them both at the same time be this good. 
that's kind of yeah that's true i don't i don't like that's i don't know i don't i've never seen that i don't really watch like obviously griff is the college football guy i don't really watch a whole lot of college football but i get into it towards the bowl games but college basketball is what i is what i like a lot more but yep I, i don't think i've ever seen them like at the same time be good and then to wrap it off, we have Oklahoma, hopefully a revenge game. They're playing Oklahoma State. Obviously, this is a big rivalry, uh, a game that you like to see every year. This year, Oklahoma State's ranked 14th. Oklahoma's ranked 18th. They kind of fell off a little bit this year. Spencer Rattler's kind of filling into his shoes. Um, what's the name of this trophy of the team that wins this game? You know how it's like – Oh yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. The um, um the Bedlam game, the Bedlam Bell. It's like the Bell. Bedlam bell. Yeah, they get the Bell. That's cool. <laughs> so, let's see who gets the Bedlam Bell. Well, who you got? Who you got getting the Bedlam Bell this week? Um, I'll take Oklahoma State. All right, and you know what? Just to attest to you, I will go with Oklahoma. This is Spencer Rattler's coming out week. So that's my top four games of the week that everybody should be paying attention to. Uh, also, I'm going to say this. This is top four games of the week to not bet on. Don't bet on those four <laughs> games. Uh, but moving take right there. on. NFL on. week 11, right? Yeah, week 11. I never know what week it is. It's we're, emerging, we're emerging into the final quarter of the season. That's so sad. So sad, but yet great times because right. we're we're this is this is like peak football right now. We're we're gonna get great games coming in. Um we have a Thursday night showdown. Cardinal Seahawks, Seahawks minus three. Seahawks need a win here. This is a must win game losing. right now. I cannot see the Seahawks losing tonight. I literally can't. Like I'm thinking about everything that's going on in my mind all the possible scenarios, and all the outcomes is Seattle winning. I like that. I like that. I mean, I'm honestly stuck because after watching the Cardinals play last week, I just like that's incredible. Like, obviously, that that's not going to happen again. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, like, catching a pass like that. I mean, who knows? Um, 17 I, people. Yeah, I doubt that will happen again. But – I think it's I think it's a Seahawks comeback week. They've been down two weeks in a row. I think it's about time they make a comeback here. So Russ Russ quickly fell out of the MVP race uh, over the past two weeks, uh, but you know what? Russ loves adversity, so this is this is his time to shine now. Who knows? So Russ, I mean, Russ is taking over now. We're in overdrive. We're the new Jets. We're on overdrive right now. <laughs> Seahawks in overdrive right now. Who, who are you taking, Will? You didn't say your pick. Oh, I said I, – I, I was going to say the Seahawks. I say I don't okay. see the Seahawks. They, they need a comeback week right now, right. I think. They've been down a few weeks in a row, so they're, they're due. 100%. I agree with you. Moving on, we got Eagles versus Browns. It's supposed to be rainy once again in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland only favored by three points after they barely squeaked by the Texans last week. Um, Eagles um, – is someone coming back this week? I Alshon want to Jeffrey? say yes. I think so. Alive? I think Alshon he's Jeffrey coming back. Might, might be coming back this week. I don't know if I just made that up. 
But still, I'm going to have to take the Browns here in a rain bowl. They have the two-headed monster with Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb. They are both back and healthy. Uh, I mean, got to take Browns. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns too. I don't want, didn't, didn't the Eagles lose last week to the Giants? So that's not a good, it's not a good sign for the Eagles. Uh huh. And then it's always bad weather in Cleveland. I don't, I don't get this. Yeah, last week it was like there's a there's been two there's been two wind bowls in Cleveland Stadium and then now rain. So yeah, I don't. But Chubb's back. That means the Browns win. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we have a divisional matchup as our next game. We got right. Falcon Saints, Saints minus five. I like the Saints with Jameis. I like the Saints with Jameis too. And I think here's my bold prediction. Michael Thomas doesn't have a good day. Michael Thomas does not have a good day, but players step up like Deontay Harris. Um, their backup running back Latavius Murray's gonna have a good day. That's my prediction, and they're gonna like they're that. gonna they're not gonna squeak by. They'll win by a little bit more, but I think they might cover. But I mean, I gotta take the Saints here. But if the Falcons win it, then that brings them maybe back into the playoff race. But this is pretty much does. a must. This is like a must win for the Falcons, or else they're out. Yeah, um, I liked your. The picks with uh, Michael Thomas and Latavius Murray. I think I don't know if Michael Thomas is going to have a bad day. I have a feeling that Jameis Winston is going to form a connection with Michael Thomas, like right off the bat, for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's either it's either that or he's going to have another silent week because he has not done much this season. Obviously, he was hurt, and then kind of like player just yeah, he just just fell off the face of the and earth, and then almost got traded, and then started talking a lot on Twitter. And then yeah. slowly isn't turning into Antonio Brown. Yeah, so who knows what happens with him at the end of this season, but yeah. I nah he'll 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 be back. He'll be back. And uh we got our next game. Honestly, a hell of a matchup. Probably wouldn't have Great said this matchup. week probably wouldn't have said this week one. But Bengals versus Washington is going to be a great game. We got Chase Young versus Burrow. <laughs> we got a very bad offensive line of the Bengals versus actually a pretty decent defensive line of the Washington football team. But then if you think about it, bad defense on both sides. Washington has bad DBs. Uh, Cincinnati has bad defense. And honestly, they're just bad in all places except for quarterback and wide receiver. Uh, who, who are you going to take here? Um. Also, to add on to the battle, we have battle of potential rookie of the year and comeback player of the year. Alex Smith. And Alex Smith. Give me the Bengals. All right. I'll, I'll take the Washington football team. I love myself a D-line that can fight. This might be Chase Young's coming out party. I think I predicted it last week. He didn't do that much, but, I mean, come on. He's due. He is due. He was hurt for a little while, came back. He's due, he's he's back due again. Now. He's back he's really good he's gonna be really good mm-hmm. i like him a lot but give me the Bengals. yep moving on we got steelers versus jags uh jags are 31st in the power rankings so that's second to last uh the steelers are second in the power rankings so i feel like this is just an easy pick 
Give me the Jags. No, I'm just kidding. No, nah, Will took the, the Jags. Will took the Jags. Oh I'm going to take the Steelers. Will took the Jags. Will, what? All right, fine. I'll actually take the, I'll, I'll take, I'll take the Jags. I'll take the Jags. Is that your lock of the week, Will? It is not my lock of the week. My lock then of the week what is Lions, Panthers, Panthers minus one and a half. Give me the Panthers at home. I like this a lot. What's this, your third or fourth week betting the Lions game? Why not? The Lions game always ends in either a field goal or something. So th- there's hope. So you got the Panthers here? I got the Panthers here. I like them a lot. They're playing well, very well, actually. We probably weren't even expecting that to happen either. We have, They got Jeremy Chin, possibly, was he mm-hmm. defensive rookie of the year potential. So who knows? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Panthers are going to take that one. Hopefully the lock actually hits, but right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out this weekend. Um, to, to keep it going, we got Titans versus the Ravens. Uh, Ravens favored by five and a half. I think this game might be closer than we think it is. I think so, too. Titans are kind of falling off. Honestly, these are two teams that we ranked last weekend um, up, or earlier this week, actually. Uh, potential fall off. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Ravens still Titans have not the Titans, as we said, they were, they were, they were fake. They were not a right. good team. All them a uh, fraud. And then the Ravens went off and lost to the Patriots. We'll, we'll get to that one though. I, well, actually, no, we won't. No. Yeah, we will. No. Yeah, we will. Um, I'm going to go. Hmm. I like the Titans. Titans have been doing too bad for too long. I think I think they'll make a comeback here. Ravens just can't pass the ball, and I think the Titans' defense is will have a good game. You know, well, I'm gonna go with the Ravens, and this is Marquise Hollywood Brown week. And I'm only saying that because he's wow. on my fantasy team. That's the only reason I'm saying it, and I really need him. Wow. Okay. I respect that one. I respect that one. Um, honestly, interesting game for a Pats fan. Pats versus Texans two like mediocre teams right now um obviously big win from the pats being the ravens i was like half right i said it was going to be like a defensive battle it pretty much was mm-hmm. on monday or was it no sunday night sunday night um or a great win for the pats i'm happy about that one um i like the pats again honestly they're minus two they're obviously not my log i already have mine but i like the pats again this week against the Texans. I'm trying to think. So the Texans have Deshaun Watson, washed up David Johnson, washed up Duke Johnson, Brandon Cooks, who died in that Super Bowl, if you don't, if you remember. Randall Cobb, who's 537 years old. Um yeah, you know what? Give me the Pats. Wow. I'll take Never the Pats. Hear that one. I'll take the Pats. I just I don't think the Texans are good. I can't yeah, believe they traded really away D-Hop. J.J. Watt, it, I mean, he's there. but He doesn't want to be there, but. Yeah. Give me the pats there. Uh, moving on, though, we got Dolphins, Broncos. Dolphins are 6-3. and three. Uh, The Broncos are 3-6. and six. That's right, Will. We, I don't even have that in the notes. I just know. Uh, Miami's favored by 3.5. I'm a football guru, if you guys haven't noticed. Um, give me the Dolphins. They're making the playoffs this year. Give me the Dolphins as well. 
I agree. They are making the playoffs this year. They're going to give the Bills a run for the for for the uh, AFC East. 100%. Are they both six and three right now? Um, I think after I think after their loss to the Cardinals, I think now they are. I think they might be tied, if not one wow. game ahead. Right. So I mean, hey, you never know what the Dolphins could do down in South Beach. <laughs> never know. Um, but will this is an exciting game for us? The next one. Because we are playing the Jets, and we're going to bolt up all over the Jets. I can't wait. I can't wait. I got Justin Herbert starting this week. Obviously, Bills are on a bye this week, and uh, he needs. he's getting the start this week for me in fantasy. I want to see Justin Herbert have an absolute day, even though he just cut his head off. Yeah, I don't – if you guys didn't see that, uh, look up Justin Herbert. He just got a haircut. He had the flow. He looked like he was from California, which I actually think he is. So that was, I mean, sure. Um, got a buzz cut. It's 2020. Looked, it's about to be looked, 2021. He looked he like Sid fresh. from. He looked like Sid from Toy Story. He, he looked 15 years old. Also, his face in the picture of him getting his like after like seeing his haircut for the first time looked like he asked for a trim at the barbershop and they accidentally just like cut it all off <laughs> it looked like roger from diary of a wimpy kid <laughs> yeah probably not his best haircut also he's um, also it said he hasn't cut his hair since um like freshman year of college maybe senior year of high school so he doesn't like, even only- know what kind of haircut to get I think that was it right there. I think that was it. He doesn't know. That's his but issue. Bolt up, bolt up as usual. Yeah, I know. We're bolting up all over that game. And moving on, we got my lock of the week here. Packers taking on the Colts. You guys know I run, I run the Colts bandwagon. But this week, the Colts are favored over the Packers by one and a half. I think that's blasphemy. I think the Packers win this game. Aaron Rodgers is hot. Jones is hot. Jamal Williams is hot. Devonta Adams is top two receiver in the league right now. I mean, you got to take the Packers here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost, though. I'm going to be honest. Wouldn't be surprised. But give me the Packers. So you don't trust my lock of the week, Will? No, no, I do. I do. But they've lost to the Vikings, and then they lost. They almost lost to the Jags. So... Jags are good, so they're an awesome franchise. Actually, actually, like one of the better franchises we've seen. Hundred uh, percent. Uh, but moving on, we have Cowboys Vikings. Uh, this might be the only game where the Vikings is favored by seven points. Um, I mean, I gotta take the That's Vikings. An interesting here. one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings here. I wouldn't be surprised, again, if this game was close because the Cowboys did put up a fight against the Steelers. So, who knows? Who knows? 100%. I mean, you really never know. But, I mean, the Steelers are, like, the worst 9-0 team in history, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, we got I mean, two ga- we got two games left. Game of the week. We got a rematch. The Chiefs current only loss to the Raiders. Chiefs Raiders in Las Vegas. Give me the Raiders again. Give me the Raiders. Let's give go Raiders. Raiders. Let's go Raiders. Maybe with the spread, but like, give me the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd take a money line, but this is their week. 
McCole Hardman right now is listed as out, and he's been generating a lot of their offense. I don't know. I just love the Raiders. I just just feed me a Raiders win this week. Two losses. That wait. If so, what happens? So Raiders went out. Didn't we say this? Right. If the we had the same thing when the Raiders beat the Chiefs, like was it four or five weeks ago? Yeah. We said okay, Raiders beat them again. They went out. They actually end up winning the division, I believe. Let me see. Let me see. We go. All right, we'd be seven and three if we beat them. Kansas City would be eight and two. So I mean, if they both were to win out, then the Chiefs would still win it. Chiefs just need to lose two more games. Where's the Chiefs schedule looking like? We got. Wow, they actually Buccaneers, Broncos, Dolphins, Saints, Falcons, Chargers. Anything, honestly, they almost lost to the Panthers last Mm -hmm. week, and they they put up a good amount of points. Both, I'm feeling the Raiders win here. Bucks could even beat them. The Dolphins, the Dolphins have a chance. Dolphins have a chance. Even the Chargers have a chance. And so do the Saints. Really, the Broncos just don't have a chance. Give me the the Raiders. Give me the Raiders win the AFC this year. Hell yeah. Give me the Raiders this week. Uh, And our final game, which will be Monday Night Football, Rams versus the Bucks. Tampa Bay is favored in this game by four. Um, mm, The Rams have sneaked in a few victories, obviously, over the Seahawks. They're six and three right now. I think the Bucks might be the same. I'm going to have to take the Bucks here. Give me the Rams. Why not? I'll go Rams. Why? Because why not? Exactly. Why not? They're playing well. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be a good game. Two is that is that Monday night game? Is that a Monday yep. night game? Yep. Okay. And then Chiefs Raiders is Sunday night. Yes. Is, Indeed. Wow. Indeed. Wow. Nothing more like Sunday night in Las Vegas. Wow. Uh-huh. You know, I like liking that where, a lot. Where dreams come true, hundred percent. And Gold that's gonna Raiders. that's gonna wrap up our predictions. Hopefully, we're right. Uh, even though I feel like me and Will had a lot of different picks this week, so hopefully I'm right. Um, that that's about all we got for this week's episode. Uh, just because I mean a lot of NBA, a lot of NFL, so we cut out a couple more things. Uh. We'll be back Tuesday. Will, do you have anything to say before I end it? Um, I might. I think the deal with Kelly Oubre might have gone through. I could be wrong, but I swear I've seen it. Um, maybe, maybe not. Nope, it doesn't look like it did. But it looks like th- there is some numbers behind it I saw. I can't find it, but it's about to happen most likely. So we can end on that from me. All right. Um, shout out inside the five pod on Twitter and Instagram five being the number inside the five pod. Uh, also just look in the description. It'll be there as well. Um, have a good weekend. Watch college football on Saturday, bet on college football on Saturday. Cause I hit last week. So y'all hit this week, bet on football on Sunday, just to make it a little bit more exciting. Uh, put all your money on Will's lock of the week. So if you get it wrong, you can yell at him. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. For all the college students, Thanksgiving's coming up. I'm at school. I will no longer be 
at school. I'll be attending remotely after this weekend. So I'll be back home and with Will. So no more Zoom podcasts, probably. Maybe a couple more. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. So next week we'll be talking about Thanksgiving. I don't think we're going to have an episode next Friday, maybe. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, we'll we figure it so, out. You know, we're going to, we'll, we'll post an update. I think we'll post an update on the social medias. We'll get, we'll get that going. We're, we might uh-huh. have a YouTube video coming in soon. We have some stuff in the works right now. Um, let me see. I'd say we'll probably, yeah, I don't think we'll have one for Thanksgiving, like around that weekend. We might do like one episode. We might do like in the middle of the week. I think that may All be right. a good idea. Like, like an, like an extra long episode probably. Yeah. Maybe maybe just an NFL specific episode where we break down the scores of the last weekend and then our predictions for the next week, just so we don't miss out on our predictions. But as always, have a good weekend. Uh make sure to follow inside the five pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow up. Um yeah, that's about it. So yeah, peace have out. A great weekend. Yeah, yeah. I used to fuck up my rear. Now it's the jet with my feet up. I got the money and power. Now none of these niggas can see us. I'm rocking friends on first. I'm probably beefing with Peter. I got a pair to leave him. It's probably cheaper to keep him. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.